0: Pharmacology, section 1, 7 of protein, plasma protein binding. Plasma proteins are synthesized by the liver. They are too large to pass through a cell membrane and therefore remain confined to the cut circulation. You can think of plasma proteins as an intravascular drug storage compartment. The drug and protein form a weak bond such as an ionic, hydrogen, or van der Waals bond. A drug bound to a plasma protein cannot bind to a receptor, so any bound drug can be considered inert. Only when the drug is released from the protein is it able to affect the body. Plasma proteins such as albumin, alpha-1-acid glycoprotein, and beta-globulin. Albumin is the most plentiful plasma protein. It is the primary determinant of plasma oncotic pressure. The T-half is three weeks. Serves as a measurement of protein synthesis. Will reflect chronic but not acute changes. Carries a negative charge. Primarily bonds primarily binds to acidic drugs however it also binds to some neutral and basic drugs alpha-1 acid glycoprotein and beta globulin both binds to basic drugs conditions that alter plasma protein concentration albumin albumin we know that primarily binds to acidic drugs but will bind some basic and neutral drugs albumin will increase in nothing nothing can increase albumin Unless we give albumin. And what are the conditions that decrease the albumin? It's going to be liver disease, renal disease, old age, malnutrition, and pregnancy. For alpha-1-acid glycoprotein, it will increase during surgical stress, myocardial infarction, chronic pain, rheumatoid arthritis, and advanced age. And alpha-1-acid glycoprotein will decrease during pregnancy and neonate. Beta-globulin binds to basic drugs. Uh, Nothing can increase or decrease beta-globulin changes in plasma protein binding alterations in plasma protein binding can theoretically affect a drug's therapeutic effect for drugs highly bound to plasma protein we must conceptualize the bound and the unbound fractions only the unbound fraction or the free fraction of a drug is available to cross the lipid membranes where the drug can ultimately engage in receptor and exert its physiologic effect so free drug plus unbound protein binding site is going to be bound drug. If a drug is 98% bound and a bound fraction is reduced to 96%, remember that bound fraction, Okay, if a drug is 98% bound and a bound fraction is reduced to 96%, the unbound or free fraction has increased by 100%. Um, so in another way, if the free fraction is 2% and it increases to 4%, then the free fraction has increased by 100%. Clinically, this would manifest as an observed increase in potency. Changes in protein binding can result from decreased plasma protein content or competition for for binding sites on the protein. Decreased plasma protein. Um, Reduce synthetic function such as liver disease or malnutrition, increase protein excretion such as renal disease, and an altered distribution third trimester of pregnancy. Competition for binding sites. There are no clinically relevant interactions that result from competition for binding sites. If a drug is displaced from the plasma protein, its serum concentration will rise. During this time, the drug is subjected to a higher rate of metabolism and elimination. Steady state between the bound and unbound fractions will be re-established after five half-lives have elapsed. Other important facts. Volume of distribution is inversely related to the degree of plasma protein binding. Highly protein-bound drugs typically have a slower rate of metabolism and elimination. Alterations in plasma protein um, binding can be a problem during cardiopulmonary bypass due to hemodilution and or heparin administration as well as in ECMO circuits, ceftriaxone, fentanyl, and midazolam. Even bilirubin and thyroxine can displace drugs from protein binding sites. Although these reactions are rare, they are clinically relevant.